Welcome back, Grease Tall. You're listening to 96.6 NTXL, The Ghost. This next track is hot, hot, hot. Coming in at number one, it's Oops All Necromancers. <laughs> Welcome back to the table, everybody. I am your DM, Oz, the Great and Powerful, and with me at the table are Bug, Finny, Seder Druid, took a nice trip to Snooze Town. C. Madam L, half-elf bard, spite eating funnel cake from beyond the veil. <laughs> and Bree. <clears throat> Soren Dahl, hobgoblin necromancer, let the cube take me. Let the cube take me? <laughs> hey man, listen, I am not stopping you from becoming one with the cube. We don't know what would happen to Soren if Soren touched the cube. Yeah! Hashtag Soren touched the cube, everybody. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's recap what happened last time at the circus. After the madcap antics of the clown crew, it was time for Finney's big debut. Unfortunately, it seemed like our sweet, sweet child had stage fright because he just absolutely bombed. Soren had to grapple quite literally with a moral dilemma and then shot said moral dilemma with a tranquilizer. Madame L had some funnel cake. Oh, and also one of the circus lads is a weird something who maybe tried to fight our intrepid trio who are only trying to help honestly. And that is where we are now. So... Let's go ahead and start, because I assume you all went to bed after getting Grun into his uh, enclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, because I was, in fact, knocked out. Well, you immediately were asleep anyway, thanks to Sleepy Time Dark. Yes. <laughs> Panic scoop, Finny. <laughs> uh-huh. Just pick him up. Now, to remind you, you can just wake him up. That That is how the spell do. You can just sort of shake him and... Oh, okay. But he's so he's so uh, cute when he's asleep. I I want to just put him in just the bed. Like a, <laughs> he also had such a bad show. Yeah. Let him sleep. Like a beautiful angle. All right. So go ahead and roll me a we'll say acrobatics to tuck him into bed without waking him up. Okay, I'll I'm do it. Joking, but if you want to. Yeah. If I could roll a sleight of hand, I'd, I'd be a lot better at that. Sure, a sleight of hand to slip him into the bed without the bed knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12. Oh, well, you do fine. The covers aren't tucked in, uh, and Finny almost wakes up, but it's fine. Finny is holding Wallace in his arms, snoring. Me, 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 me. Wallace is not ready for bed, so he's just sort of in a huff. <laughs> he had plans tonight. He oh, was yeah. going to go get fucking drunk. Oh, no. It was his no. first big performance. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace, let Wallace drink. Hashtag let Wallace drink. Let's drink. Really upping our social media presence uh, on this episode. Yeah, the currently non-existent social media presence. Shh, they don't know that. Um, <laughs> you guys go ahead and settle down for bed, however it is that you guys sleep. You, t- you told us we were all split up. Oh, that's right, because one of you, uh, Soren, is with Buzzwhip. Madam L is housing with Lady Z, and Finny. Where did we say Finny was? Finny was in in the community tent. Oh, okay. 
Great. So you set them in bed, and you all go your respective ways. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sus, so Soren might just sleep in the fucking wagon. <laughs> uh, Madam L, as you are returning to the tent that you share with Lady Z, she goes, Where have you been? Just not tonight, Z. You don't have any idea what I have been through. And the only idea I have is that uh, my bed has no hot water bottle. And my feet are unrubbed. <laughs> now you have your choice. You prepare the hot water bottle or you rub the feet. I will not be doing both. Um, <laughs> Pick your poison! Pick your poison! Uh, I think Madame L storms out. Where are you going? I think Madame L just storms out without a word and then goes up to the cart and says, Mr. Soren, scoot over. <laughs> oh, but there's... What about the blood? It's not all over the cart. Besides, you're fixing the cart tomorrow. Okay, well, like, that half... That's the blood half. So help me, Mr. Soren. If I have to charm you, I will. I I have, am not in the mood tonight. Okay, okay. I'll go sleep on the blood half. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's no problem. I knew you'd understand. Yep. Jokes on you, Soren frequently wakes up screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the worst night's sleep of your life. Cool. So you all go to bed, um, and Finny and Madame L, your dreams are normal as, as much as they ever are, you know. Uh, but Soren, you are having the dream again, but there is a difference this time. Oh, cool and wonderful. I love it. And that when you look up from the table you're strapped to, it is not High Arcanist Meftil. Mm -hmm. It is Torden Vonastor. And he looks down at you and goes, Report. Um. It seems wherever you've been, my imps can no longer reach you. And it's been two weeks. I am not happy, Mr. Soren. Report. Um. <laughs> you're not... You're not supposed to be here. I am here, and I need you to report, or this will go poorly. Do you understand, Mr. Soren? I, uh, I, I don't know that I do. Um, uh. And as you hesitate, he waves a hand, and suddenly you are suspended from the ceiling, still strapped to this table, and the room alters, and you are standing or not standing, but you are both in some sort of hellscape. There is lava pouring from the walls. The floor and ceiling is rocky, stalactites, stalagmites, that kind of deal. And he now looks up to you and goes, now do you understand? Um, yes. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Dark Lord, uh, loud and clear. Um, I tried, um, to, to inform you of, um, our... Departure. Uh, there was an incident, and Madame L had to leave. Uh, had to make an expedited retreat from uh, Helvetir. Um, I did uh, leave um, a note, but I was unable to um, ensure that it passed in into your hands, Dark Lord. Um, I'm not running. No. Um, uh, there have been no uh, further um, developments uh, concerning uh, Madame L. Uh, she has not displayed any 
new um, capabilities. We uh, we we are currently um, uh, uh, traveling um, with JJ uh, Deronymus's uh, traveling circus. If you're familiar, um, we are currently positioned um, just outside of uh, Gristall, uh, Darklord. You you are I'm sorry with the circus. <laughs> Why are you? You know what it it doesn't matter. Geranonymous, you say? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Darkwood. It was not my choice, but it was the what Madame L chose to take. Of course. Is there anything else to report? Anything on this Geranonymous or what Madame L is doing? Um, we have not seen overly, uh, much of each other, um, uh, Dark Lord, I am still, uh, um, keeping a very, uh, watchful eye. However, we, we have been assigned different, uh, different duties. Um, um, f- for, forgive me, Dark Lord, is there, is there something I should be aware of about Geranonymous? I would not stay in his circus for too long. From what I have heard, and I will be doing some more probing it is a rotating cast and I'd hate to lose a useful tool of of course Dark Lord I would like to not be lost um uh, is um (laughs) I guess I'm like looking around I for some reason I feel like I'm suspended by my ankles so I'm just sort of like wiggling to gesture (laughs) is this the way I should ex- expect you to communicate, Dark Lord? Well, unless you can find another way to communicate with me, then this will do for now, I think. Understood, uh, Dark Lord. Um, I will uh, endeavor to continue to be useful to you. And go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. I got an 11. Hmm. And... As you look down on Torden, suddenly Torden gets larger and broader, and his robes of office uh, disintegrate, and he just flat out turns into a horrific devil. I'm talking sharp claws, uh, cloven feet, giant wings, and he reaches up and plucks you from the table. Um. And then grabs you by your arms and just starts stretching. (laughs) You hear pops and shifts and you take 15 psychic damage. I'm I'm unconscious. So as you feel uh, your body parts, you know, dislocate and pop and tear, you uh, scream yourself awake more than enough to wake up uh, your sleeping compatriots. Blood is oozing from your nostrils and you are unconscious, but stable. But yes, Madame L, you are are awoken by a um, heart-wrenching scream almost directly in your ear because it's not a big wagon. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and then Soren is laying there, unresponsive, blood leaking from his nose. <laughs> it might it might be a second before she notices that, but just because I'm in the blood side yeah, of the wagon. Yeah, you're on the blood side. 
devils below, Mr. Soren. Can we not even get a, a night's rest? Does she need to roll? Can she roll a perception check or insight? Yep. Okay. This is at about, uh, I'd say, 5 a.m. So there is a bit of light. Okay. She well, got you're a, a half elf anyway, so dark vision, but. Uh, 17. Uh, yep. Bodies normally, uh, their shoulders don't look that way, and also blood normally doesn't leak out of people's noses. So uh, there's something wrong speaking. this way. <laughs> All right. Um, she'll kind of shake him. And mm -hmm. uh, I assume nothing would happen. Um, nope. Unconscious. And she'll she'll cast Healing Word on him. And the word is, I can't believe you'd get even more blood on the cart. And she cast Healing Word. <gasps> do I wake up? You do wake up. It is enough to heal you, even if it's just one point. Um, I, I'm assuming, uh, how many hit points do I have? That is a, a hot seven hit points. Oh, wow, powerful. Uh, Oz, did anything happen to me while I was unconscious and on zero hit points? So instead of seven hit points, uh, you actually heal five. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the reason being is that your heart has activated. That is also why you were stable instead of in death saving throws. Mm, okay. I have just shared with you what I am now going to read okay. out, which is the abilities of your inheritance from your inheritor background, cool. which is, of course, your heart. Uh, cool. So, once prolonged rest, if the bearer of the heart is knocked unconscious, they automatically stabilize and are granted temporary hit points equal to their character level. So you also have two temporary hit points. These temporary hit points do stack with other forms of temp HP, but do not cause you to awaken. So you're unconscious, but stable. In addition, the bearer gains a permanent plus one to AC as long as the heart remains grafted to them. Whoa. Finally, when you make a death saving throw, so if you go down and then you stabilize from the heart and then you go down again, if you roll a 15 or higher you regain one hit point and are immediately back up, which compared to the normal 20 gives you, you know, bigger range. Yeah. Uh, there are some downsides. As we know, this heart came from... A guy. A being. Uh, so anytime you receive magical healing, uh, it's only three quarters as effective rounded down because the heart wants to take care of itself. Has a little sippy. It'll take a little, uh, <laughs> little cream off the top. Oh, and also, you now detect as undead. You can be turned. You can be controlled with any sort of uh, undead controlling thing. Stuff like that. I'm sorry, what? Huh? Oh, yeah, you're undead. Technically. Is that until a long rest? Or is that just forever? Oh, no, 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 no. The undead is always. Until you pop that heart out and get a new one, which, good luck to you. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, something to consider. So Madame L just needs to get a control undead spell, <laughs> and no! we, we, I can, <laughs> I can play two characters. <laughs> I mean, with turn undead, which is a cleric ability from their channel divinity, there's a save. Um, with any sort of spells, there's always saves. Uh, 
there might be certain creatures that can control undead, but there would also be a save for that. You still get a save. How long am I controlled for? For the duration? Or do I get to keep we, making saves? We will get to that when we get to that. <laughs> no, it's fucking cool as hell. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> do, I still, if, do I still need to breathe and eat and sleep? Yes. Yes. You're not undead as in you have all the effects. It is just you detect as undead and can be turned, controlled, etc. Okay. You're just a spooky little guy. So that's your cool heart. That's your cool heart. Mm-hmm. It's got some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even want to know what's happening with my blood situation. Oh, you know. That's something we'll get to later, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and to clarify for listeners and you guys, uh, this is a item I have made myself, so you're not going to find it in any books. Uh, it is inspired by the, uh, what are they, Vestiges of Divergence in the Explorer's Guide to Wildemount, mm-hmm. uh, with the idea that this is its dormant state, and then it will be, you know, awakened and whatever. Uh, further on down the line... Um, but I thought it would be more fun to have it uh, have downsides as well because you oh, don't yeah. just slap an organ from a very powerful being in your body and be okay the next day. Well, so, to be fair, I didn't have much of a say in it. Well, but... you don't have someone else slap an organ from <laughs> a powerful undead being into your body and be okay the next day. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, like, I wake up and I'm fucking, like, are, are, you, are you near me? Yeah, I think I think she's over you, probably. Okay, then I like my eyes like instantly open, and I'm gr- I like grab you really tight by the shoulders, <laughs> and there's like all this blood like <laughs> dripping down my face, and I'm like I'm holding onto like your your arms, and I'm like I won't be late, I won't be late again, okay? <clears throat> Manuel is just kind of staring at you uh, <laughs> in a frustrated way. Uh, brow furrowed. <clears throat> Hello. <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Soren. Uh, Soren, you do notice that your heart is not beating at all. Huh. Uh, I guess, like, I I put my hand on my chest really quick, and I can't feel anything? Nope. Uh- oh. Um, what's going on? Why, you tell me. You... You woke up screaming, and the next thing I knew, there was, there was blood everywhere. I, I'm on the blood side of the wagon, you know. Um, I guess I'm like trying to wipe my, you know, nose off, and I'm assuming there's like blood all over my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not typically how it goes. Um, my apologies, Madame L. Um, uh, I guess I just like grab. I don't know, like a hanky or something out of my pocket, and I try to wipe the blood off my Mm -hmm. face. As you guys are sitting there, just sort of staring at each other, you you hear before you see the thump, thump, thump of Spaz walking your way, and he steps around from behind like a wagon or a tree or whatever and goes... (laughs) If I hear the thumps, I absolutely have a knife in my hand. And you... Feel the wagon buckle a little bit, like some sort of weight is on top of it, and then uh, Spaz's face just sort of fills the back of the wagon, and he goes, Is everything okay? No. 
<laughs> what is going on, Master Soren? I have no idea. Would you like to put the knife down and perhaps... Oh! Come have a talk about it, or... Uh, no. It's not really the, um... Like, the kind of thing you, you talk about. You know? Ah, yes. The deep secrets. And he stares off into the distance <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you change your mind... You know where to find me. Of course. Um, thank you, Svaz. Uh, uh, my apologies for, um, uh, waking you. And, uh, thank you for uh, coming to check on me. Of course. Um. One good turn deserves another, Mr. Soren. And he mm. nods at you and then nods at you, Ellen, goes, Madam, and leaves. Why is Foz such a fucking angel? <laughs> so, Mr. Soren, is this a, a regular occurrence, or do we need to start watching you in the evening to make sure that you don't leave us? Uh, <clears throat> um, the screaming is not uncommon. Um, the blood is new. I think at this point, you see Finny... He's skipping towards the the carriage and mm -hmm. pops his head in and, and is like, Good morning, what the f- uh, Pardon me? What the heck? Oh, uh, oh, uh, sorry, Finny. I, um, uh, nosebleed. I, I, uh, I get them, uh, uh, f fairly often. I'll, I'll get this cleaned up. Nothing for you to worry about, Finny. Hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Wallace also goes hmm, and rubs his chin. <laughs> <laughs> Madam L, it, um, it pertains to our mutual acquaintance. So perhaps one once a week, it might not be a bad idea to. I don't know. Make sure I'm still breathing. Finny is staring suspiciously at both of you. Would at Madame L, like, with that knowledge, would she know what happened? Uh, she could assume. Well, no, I meant specifically, like, knowing with a mutual acquaintance and also some kind of horrific nightmare happened, would Madame L pick up that this was like a dream spell? Uh, knowing. Oh, uh, you can roll an arcana for me if you want. Okay. <clears throat> I keep holding my hand uh, over my chest and then back to my wrist and then back to my chest again. I'm not saying anything about it. <laughs> Am I still breathing? Yeah. Huh. I got a 16. 16. Uh, you, you know, normally dreams don't hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, as far as like making them have an aneurysm or whatever went on with Soren. Uh, a nosebleed. You reckon it was some sort of magic and knowing who was potentially involved. Yes, probably a spell. Potentially a spell that works during dreams. Mm. <laughs> some would call it a spell titled Dream. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Vinny is still staring suspiciously at both of you and goes... 
Are you keeping secrets? Yes. important part of the team. I I just can't tell you. I physically can't tell you. Fine. Keep your secrets then. Technically you can because it only is, has to do with telling me. I thought I couldn't talk about it at all. Oh, we gotta pull up the contract. <laughs> Get the contract. But I also don't know that I want to get Finny involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madame L would would not want to tell Finny anyway. So I I think yeah. she would say, Finnegan, there are some secrets that we need to keep <laughs> to ourselves <laughs> on occasion, <laughs> uh, even if we don't want to. But <laughs> but there may come a time when we can share this with you. It is not it is not for our benefit that we don't tell you, but some secrets are dangerous to know. Well, fine. I've got some cool secrets, too. And I'm not telling. Wallace nods. Yeah. Me and Wallace have really good secrets. Wallace has secrets from hundreds of years ago. And you guys will never get to know. <laughs> Wait, what? Ex I'm sorry. Wallace waves a hand like, eh. <laughs> I'm just a rat. <laughs> I'm just a little guy. I'm just a little creature. Wallace, Finny. don't be so humble. You've told me all those secret things that you saw under the doors. Yeah, like that one time with that, with that, oh yeah. Wallace yeah. rapidly <laughs> tries to cover up your mouth and shakes his head. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> um, Finny. It's not because I don't trust you. I just can't. Okay? <sighs> okay. So wait, Oz, so did I not benefit from my long rest at all? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Nope. That's how the spell works. Uh, Fuck ass. Oh. God damn it. This is going to be really inconvenient. <laughs> I immediately take my, my arcane recovery. <laughs> but anyways, I think we have something to do today because someone messed up last night. So maybe you guys want to um, get ugh, all that <laughs> blood off of you, maybe. And then uh, we got to go talk yes. to, to Jernonimu. Fuck, not right. But breakfast first. No, I think blood first. <laughs> well, yes, the blood and then the breakfast. It's quite... Weren't you the one who taught me manners? Jeez, you guys are both weird this morning. Come on! Like, I know this isn't what hap... Like, this is not how nosebleeds work, but I just mm -hmm. sort of imagine that all of the blood vessels in his fucking nose exploded at the same time. Yeah, like in an mm -hmm. anime. Yeah, but not horny. Bad. So what was that about uh, Torden Senpai? <laughs> I hate it. Don't you fucking... No. <laughs> I forbid it. Hey, listen... Someone's going to be horny about this evil little man, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> Please don't do 
hashtag I ship it. Don't, you can't. Yeah, well. Moving on. Uh, there are scrub tubs, you know, your classic wooden bathtub deal. Mm -hmm, scrubby tub. Uh, for both laundry and uh, for people washing mm -hmm. uh, that are set up kind of near the uh, near the open air kitchen with head chef Spaws and his uh, prep cooks, the clown crew. <laughs> uh, breakfast is usually a big old thing of peanut butter oatmeal, so y'all can grow big and strong like Spaws mm. uh, with, you know, whatever meat might be on hand, whether it's salt pork or whatever, or if there's fresh fruit or whatever. It all depends on what can be picked up at the local market kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, currently on the menu is something rather Ophidian scented uh, that is roasting on a grill. Yeah, we got some real fucked up uh, root vegetables here in Nithraxel. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out if you put regular like turnips in dead people dirt, they get sort of fucked up. <laughs> oh, I was talking about snakes. There's water snakes, hence the Ophidian scent. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. I just guessed and I was wrong. Yeah, I was gonna pretend I was gonna pretend I did, but I didn't either. <laughs> ah. That's what I get for reading fucking uh Deltora Quest. Shout out to Deltora Quest. <laughs> there is an anime of it, I guess. I've never seen it. Uh something about gyms. There was a Hydra Lefts Lazuli. Gyms. Anyway. Uh so yeah, there's some snakes grilling and I also I guess some weird Nathraxi root vegetables will say uh, they're a local delicacy known as burnips. Burnips? <laughs> Do they have. It's kind of like base boosted turnips. Do they grow with, with little faces in them? That's what I was thinking. Yes, they do. They do not scream. They are not mandrakes, uh, but they do grow with like horrendous, agonized uh, little faces. Yes. Right. Very cool. Very cool. You got to cut the fingers off. Before you cook them, like the eyes of a potato. <laughs> mm -hmm. They bleed. The fingers are incredibly poisonous, and also they bleed, I guess. Wow. You don't have to listen to me. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're creating a world together. And this one, in, in my contribution to our wonderful Dungeons & Dragons game, is some really fucked up turnips that bleed. There's one on Madame Elle's plate, but she turns it over so she doesn't have to look at it. Surprisingly, it does not have a tiny butt. Mm-hmm. Benny goes, are you going to eat that? I'll take it if, if you aren't going to. Hey, I called dibs first. Okay. Jeez. Fine. Keeping Fine, secrets, Finny. trying to steal food from me, a precious growing little baby. Madame Mouse sticks a, a, a fork into it and cuts the face off and gives it to Finnegan. Here, <laughs> you can have this piece, Finnegan. Okay, you want the weird piece? You That's don't, fine. You don't have to cut the face off. That's where all the flavor is. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Would anybody like seconds? Plenty of snake. Uh, if I may, Spaz, yes, please. Of course. Don't suppose you have any abyssal chicken eggs around, do you? No, they just don't grow in this area, apparently. Mm. All we have are burnups, snake, and Spaz's special power meal. <laughs> <laughs> I named it for how strong it makes you. You know, like Spaz. And he flexes a little bit. <laughs> I, love this, I love this character so much. 
and he scoops out a helping of his, uh, it's basically just peanut butter oatmeal, but, you know, fantasy peanut butter or whatever. Um, PB bubber. Onto each of your plates, and then he scoops an additional onto Soren's and goes, make you big and strong like Spaz, and winks at you, and <laughs> walks back to start cleaning up. <laughs> Well, we could talk about breakfast all day, knowing us, but... <laughs> and so there is a star wipe, and you three are outside of J.J. Geronimus's wagon. <clears throat> so, um... How are we, uh, doing this? It was your idea. W- well, yes. But... There wasn't really, um, <clears throat> a plan, so to speak. You know, you're usually the one with the plan, so I was sort of hoping maybe... Go on. Vinny just shakes his head and knocks on the door. Gosh, what has gotten into both of you? You're both acting so weird. As you were in the middle of saying that, uh, the door opens wide... And standing there is, of course, J.J. Geronimus. Uh, he is unbehatted, uh, definitely a word and not something <gasps> I made up. Scandalous. But you see his, uh, you know, he looks like himself. Uh, notably, his eyes are a light green today. Oh. Oh, you three, come on in. Uh, Grun's already here. We were just sharing a bit of breakfast. Uh, yes, of course. I look around for someone else to walk in first. Oh, yes, Madam I'll... Madame, I will take charge and, mm-hmm. and go ahead. I'm hoping that maybe if I put you in a social situation, you'll just start doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bet. I know it's a bit early, but uh, is there anything I can get you? Anything to drink? Perhaps a little snifter of brandy? I would enjoy a fancy water again, please. You got it. A tea is fine for me as well. Yes, yes, and one fancy water, a tea, and Mr. Soren? Um, I'm fine, thank you. Of course, Mr. Soren, are you feeling quite all right? You look a little peaked. Also, there's a bit of blood on your collar. Oh, uh, nosebleeds. Vinny does the thing where you, like, put your hand to your face and, like, kind of, like, talk out of the side of your mouth and you're and it's like been both acting so weird today please now, now, excuse uh, mr them. soren had a bit of a scare in the night it seems like last night's incident with groon really weighed heavily on his heart so we would really like to figure out the details of the circumstance if that's okay of course of course uh groon can i get you a coffee and groon looks at him sort of you know blank face like he doesn't just there's no no understanding there he's like ah where are my manners and he raises his hands and uh pulls out a small dried piece of something and waves it in the air casts a spell uh and also you can do arcana checks if you want to figure out what it is and he says there that's much better uh groon coffee and groon goes yes and you can understand him. Wow. Oh. Uh. Uh, good morning, Groon. Morning. Sorry about all, 
all that uh, bad business last night. Bad business? Um. Yes, as you're sort of tripping over your words, uh, JJ comes back with a coffee, uh, two coffees actually, mm-hmm. uh, one black, one full of cream, and your fancy water and your tea and your... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and sits down uh, at the round table with you guys and goes, you must understand that Groon's condition is something of a, a mystery to us here at the Traveling Circus and something of a mystery to himself. Uh, that, of course, was on me. I usually pay attention to the cycles of the moon, but you know how things are when you're trying to run a circus. And he winks and kind of curls his mustache a little bit at you. Yes, an experience we have all had running a circus. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I do apologize, Mr. Soren, but I must commend you on your handling of the situation. Uh, Buzzwhip says you performed admirably. Oh, did he now? I recall it going differently, but that's fine. I only know what I've been told. Uh, I will try and explain as best I can. There are some things in this circus which you and I both know are, we'll say, a bending of the truth. Of course, Spaz is not the world's strongest man because we simply haven't traveled the world to find out, and Lady Z is not quite what she appears Madame L rolls her eyes. But I must assure you that Groon is the real deal. We did, in fact, find him buried in the ice and freed him, and it is really quite a a marvel that he is sitting here with us today. Is Groon just sort of letting this conversation happen around him? He is sipping his coffee Um. If y'all want to make a perception check or an insight check mm-hmm. to kind of get a feel for what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, Finny, if you were making this insight check, you have advantage. Oh. Wallace has like kind of like snuck across the floor and is like sniffing at Groon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is some old. This is an old foot. Trust me. I'd know. Okay. So I got a 15. I got a 19. Um, I got a 15 plus one. 16. So... JJ does not seem to be lying, but Madame L, you notice something about Groon's eyes. They are similar to uh, everyone's favorite terrible little man whenever he was charmed, sort of glazed over. Mm. Mm. Oh, it, uh, you also do, Soren. Okay. So, um, Groon, what has your experience with the circus been like uh so so far it's fine i've got a place to sleep i've got meals the adoration of the crowd better than being trapped in ice fair (laughs) (laughs) can can madame elroll an arcana check to know the spell that was cast in order to allow him to talk yep you absolutely can and Madame L, as you're uh, thinking, JJ goes, yes, of course. Uh, Groon is, as you know, quite often the star of the show. Uh, there's nothing people love more than a little bit of good old-fashioned tussling. 
Um, Madam, I've got a 13 on the Arcana. You are pretty certain that it is a spell known as Tongues. Mm. That is your general guess, uh, which the basis of Tongues, I mean, I can go and look at the description and read it verbatim, but essentially uh, it allows you to understand any spoken word and then speak in a language that people can understand. Mm. That's the basis. So great for communication, not a particularly powerful spell, but it does what it's supposed to. Did he cast it with a scroll or was that his own magic? Am I able to tell? Um, based on the fact that he pulled out a material component, uh, which is what you assume the small dried thing was, uh, you would say it's his own magic, but okay, there there are ways around faking uh, actually casting magic. Yeah. Wallace is still sniffing at Grun. I think Wallace likes you. That's good. How old are you? You might... You might be as old as Wallace. Or maybe you're older. And he looks at you and gives you a thousand-yard stare. Wallace <laughs> looks at me like that sometimes. Hmm. 150, last I checked. Oh. I don't know how old Wallace is. He won't tell me. It's rude to ask. Now, we have done some investigating and... Based on the little that Grun has been able to share with us, we estimate that he was probably born about, oh, 3,500 years ago. A different time, surely. Are you serious? Mr. Soren, I told you Grun is the real deal. <laughs> he is a dwarf from a very long time ago. Honestly, the way he is acclimated is admirable. Quite fascinating indeed. Mr. Geronimus, um, if, if I may, Finny did have a good point in that things could have been handled a bit better last night, and I was thinking if I am going to uh, continue to be working with you, uh, Grun, and, and Buzzwhip in the future, would it not make sense, uh, for us to be able to communicate more readily. Well, Mr. Soren, if you know Old Dwarvish and perhaps want to teach Grun how to speak common, then that is up to you. But in the meantime, if you really insist, I can try and find a more permanent solution comparable to the spell I've cast here. Of course. I think it would be beneficial for, uh, for all. Would that be amenable to you, Grun? Sure. And uh, another thing, and, and thank you so much for your time. You've been incredibly gracious. Of course, I usually do a bit of lounging in the morning, so I suppose that I could move it for three of my newest friends, dare I say? And he winks at you again. Of course, of course. And, and you have been so kind and, and um, taken us in and, um, you know, treated us like family. Um, uh, would it be possible, um, if he's interested, uh, Grun, would you prefer to stay in our wagon? Um, outside of, uh, performances, of course. Madame Al coughs up some tea. <laughs> Makes no difference to me. Uh, only if you like, whatever you prefer, uh, but 
Our wagon is always open to you if if you ever need it. Yes, of 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 course. Wow, yeah! Yeah! More friends! Sleepovers all the time. Thank you kindly. Of of course. Um Well, uh this conversation has been and she looks at Soren charming. Mm. But I'm afraid Lady Z has a quite a bit worked out for me to do today, so I may have to take my leave. Yes, yes, of course, uh, Madam L. I guess it is almost time to open the carnival, isn't it? Uh, and I'm, I'm sure Buzzwhip um, will be expecting me uh, shortly. Uh, Groon, it's very nice uh, to meet you. And he smiles a little bit at you and goes, Use well, Mr. Sorn. Uh, take care, and don't forget about our offer. And he nods at you and goes back to staring into his coffee. Mm-hmm. Right then, young Finnegan, it's time for your acrobatics practice. Off uh, to the triplets with you. Yeah. I can do it so well when I'm practicing, but I got so nervous. There were so many people looking at me. We all have a bit of stage fright when it's our first time, Mr. Finnegan. What is this voice? Where did he go? Ah, there we are. Man about town. Here we are. <laughs> Twelve my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you guys make your exit. Um, Madam L. <clears throat> yes, he was he was charmed. Yeah, yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. Wait, what? He was um Akron was charmed for that entirety of the conversation. Oh, I thought we were friends now. We may still well be, but I didn't expect us to be able to get much out of a conversation like that anyway, but that was less than useless. There would be no need for JJ to um, take such measures unless he expected a groom to say something we might have an issue with. Well, how do we uncharm him then? I don't know. I know how to charm people, but I don't know how to uncharm them. I doubt that Groon is constantly charmed, so perhaps we could get some kind of spell scroll or something of the like that can cast tongues in town or or just about our travels. Perhaps we keep an eye out for that and we might be able to further the situation that way. I, I suppose. Um, there is another um, matter. Um, it... Slipped to my mind this morning, um, you know, the nosebleed. Um, I have reason to believe that we perhaps shouldn't stay with the circus for, uh, too long. What? I have heard that there's always new faces. Well, who'd you hear it from? Just around. I mean, we already knew that... JJ wasn't the most trustworthy individual, um, but I still think we should stay vigilant. Mm. Yes, after today, he does seem a little bit more nefarious. But I've been getting so good at my act, and Wallace is getting good too. While I'm on the ball balancing, Wallace is on a ball on top of my head. 
balancing. And and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be stars. That's what Mr. Jnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnnn
absolutely nothing. Uh. <laughs> is uh, is Lady Z there as well? Oh yeah, she's right behind you. And as soon as she gets in, she kind of <sighs> sets down on a chair and goes. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to get a little beauty sleep because apparently we'll be opening later because someone was not here to prepare things. Were they, L? <laughs> I guess so. Tell me, Lady Z, was there, did you ever help your previous assistants at all or did you leave it all to them as well? Oh, no, you're the longest lasting assistant I've ever had. You're quite the tough nut to crack, L, but... We must all find joy in the little things in life, shouldn't we? Now, uh, if you don't mind, and she just sort of gestures around <laughs> and then leans her chair back against one of these support posts and closes her eyes. Madame Al looks around and loudly claps her hands together to cast Unseen Servant. And she just <clears throat> clears her throat but does not open an eye. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess she'll set the unseen servant to begin tidying up, uh, light some incense. Um, I can't tell if she would try to pester Lady Z very much. I feel like because we've been here about a month. Yeah. And I feel like over that month, Madame L has tried a lot of different ways to kind of do what she does to people <laughs> to get in the good graces of Lady Z, like, I think she's probably tried flattery and maliciously talking about other people that works for shitty people sometimes, and, uh... She liked that part, but always sort of seemed to turn it back on Madame L. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think for a couple days, Madame L might have even, even tried to actually work really hard. <laughs> uh, but... No appreciation. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not at all. It was never enough. No. So I think Madame L will just kind of lazily go about doing things and uh, not putting too much pressure on herself and letting her unseen servant uh, do the heavy lifting, as it were, or as much as an unseen mm -hmm. servant can lift. I think it's only like five or ten pounds. <laughs> yeah, but still, that that is enough to do most things like <clears throat> setting up the stand for the crystal ball and, you know, hanging up curtains that may have fallen partially mm -hmm. and getting them properly arranged and stuff. The front of the house is essentially Lady Z. Like, she'll post stuff outside, and then whenever there is a client that comes, depending on what is needed, whether it's, like, a reading, if it's a reading, you can sit in. That's fine for, like, tarot reading or whatever. Mm -hmm. If it is a like, seance sort of thing, she generally has you hide behind a set of curtains that are towards the back of the tent, mm -hmm. uh, where you can essentially peer out and do things as as needed uh because really it's lady z is just running a shittier madame l show yeah <laughs> so you know what all the tells are and what is supposed to be happening and if you didn't know her exact like cues for things you learn them quick because you would hear about it if things did not go as planned mm -hmm. And after you've tidied up a bit, and at this point, it's around about 9 o'clock. Uh, circus usually opens about 8.30-ish. She uh, finally sets her chair back down on all four legs and goes, Hmm, why don't you go ahead and polish the crystal ball again? I can't see myself in it, and that is unfortunate. 
I'll see what I can do to drum up some customers. And as you're polishing the crystal ball for what feels like the fourth time uh, just this morning, uh, she pops her head back in and goes, You know, today is your lucky day, L. Why don't you sit in for this seance? We'll see exactly how good you are with that magic you do, and maybe we can improve the experience a bit. If I didn't know any better, that was a compliment. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> you and I both know that will never happen. Now, if you'll excuse me, and she pops her head back out, and you hear from outside the tent, Of course, of course, madam. Please come in. Come in. We will see what we can do to cure what ails you. And she pulls the tent flap aside, and in enters a uh, small kobold. Kobolds, of course, being the little dragon beings think dragonborn, but then squish him to the size of a gnome. Um, <laughs> if you would just have a seat and we can get this seance going, madam, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch your name. What was it? And this lady is in tears. She is just sort of bawling, seems very upset. And she goes, it's Hagrid, madam. And Z goes, of course, of course, Hagrid. Now, if my servant would mind uh, setting the mood, we can get this seance going. And she looks at you and snaps her fingers. Uh, and just sort of points <laughs> to the candles around. And, of course, you know that means to blow out some of the candles so it's a bit more murky inside the tent. Mm -hmm. She goes, Now, El, uh, Hegrick here tells me that her son, Petrov, has disappeared in the past few days and fears for the worst. So keep that in mind. And she winks at you. And goes, now if we could all join hands, and holds out her hand to you and to Hegrig, this kobold. And you all join hands, and she sort of leans her head back, and you see her eyes roll up, and it, it's, it's a whole lot of nothing. I mean, it's all just showmanship bullshit. And she goes, oh, great and terrible spirits, I invoke you through the tides of warp and weft, of weal and woe. Come forth from the depths of the endless spiral. Join us and speak with this poor woman of her poor child, Petrol. And at that, uh, Hegrig opens an eye and goes, It's Petrov. And <laughs> Lady Z goes, Speak now through my lowly and humble servant and tell us of his fate. And at this point, she looks directly at you, Madam L, and I need you to make me a deception check with disadvantage because as you were looking at her you see a even smaller kobold floating behind her that looks exactly like Hegrig. oh shit and who looks panicked and is looking directly at you <laughs> i rolled a five uh <laughs> i have plus five deception because that's how madame l is but still just a 10 mm-hmm and that was with disadvantage. I was the oh, worst one. Oh, disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's that was the yeah. the ten with disadvantage. And there is a sort of 
dissonance in your head as you are presumably trying to pull what you have occasionally done before, where you, you know, sort of act like this thing, or not this thing, but this person is speaking through you and, you know, assuaging words of, oh, well, I'm fine and whatever, I had a peaceful death, whatever the deal is. And this child is freaking out. They are, like, clawing at their face like they're trying to cover their eyes and just keep muttering about horrid, wretched little things and the shack and you can't you can't focus you can't get it out and as you just sort of sit there and stutter Z looks at you full on and goes perhaps my humble servant is feeling a little under the weather um and uh as this child fades give me another deception check that one is an 11. Slightly better. Madame L has been afraid of ghosts, uh, I think, Ooh. since the Lavinia incident. The Lavincident. Lavincident. <laughs> <laughs> so for this to be happening, I think she's actually quite shaken. Mm-hmm. I mean, Madame L can, can cover up her tracks most of the time, but I think she was actually quite shaken. Mm-hmm. So I think as Madame L is visibly shaken and Lady Z tells her to to essentially go away because I've failed um, the act, uh, I think she kind of shakily gets up and uh, gets very lightheaded and kind of kind of stumbles forward on the table. And the spirit who is still fading from her vision, I think she's looking at it past the, the woman past the cobalt mm-hmm. woman and and she just kind of locks eyes with it as it's fading and it kind of kind of invades her mind in a way and she says oh, I am sorry madam I'm just feeling quite quite wretched today uh, can you tell me does does the the shack ring a bell the the shack no no last I saw Petrov he was he was only supposed to play right outside our yard. I'm... No. And Z looks up at you and she is staring daggers at you and goes, I'm sorry, Hegrick. It seems like my assistant has been perhaps imbibing far too early in the morning. This is neither here nor there, but... If she will vacate the premises, I think we can continue and perhaps communicate with your sweet little boy a bit better. Yeah, I don't think she has the energy to to argue. I think she'll kind of stumble out, out the back. And as you were stumbling out, she goes, Now, madam, if you will allow me to try again and... You see that she's linking her other hand with Hegrig. And then the flap of the tent swings back closed. Um, And if you want, you can give me an arcana check to try and commune with this spirit. You now know his name of Petrov, and you now know some keywords based on what he said. 
And so this is something that I wanted to do as far as there's not a whole lot in your subclass, which you don't have yet, to communicate with spirits until like six level or so. Mm -hmm. So to kind of jumpstart that, I am going to allow Arcana to be used for that for you specifically Mm -hmm. because of what you know about spiritualism. Okay. If you know a dead person's name and anything potentially relating to their death or you have, like, items related to it or whatever, like you find the murder weapon, you can say, oh, hey, I want to try and commune with them. Uh, There is the spell Speak With Dead. That requires a corpse. It's not quite what I want to go for. Mm -hmm. But this is something you can do, and it's a thing of you try it, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You you don't re-roll it or keep rolling it or whatever. Yeah. It's funny, you know, there's so many memes about, oh, well, make this homebrew rule and this homebrew rule and this homebrew rule so we can finally play fifth edition and more and more that's what i'm finding but anyway i love dnd it's our game we can make we can play whatever we want we can make spooky rules if we want to make spooky rules <laughs> mm-hmm. i think madame Al would kind of slump up against the side of the tent and look up at the sky and you said his name is petrov petrov Small green kobold boy. She would kind of not even even meaning to, but just kind of mumble his name and and kind of intrinsically try to make that connection, you know? Mm-hmm. That is the 17. Hot damn. As you are thinking over this, you look up into the sky and... At first, there's nothing. You're sort of mumbling the name. You're trying to figure out what the hell is going on because, you know, it's another ghost. At least this one didn't attack you. Also, it was at least it wasn't my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And this boy fades into existence, but he is not panicked. And he looks directly at you and jumps like he is startled because you just locked eyes with him. And he goes, hello, can you see me? Are, are you, are you Petrov? Yes. What, why can I, why can I see you? I, I don't know. I'm just a little boy. (laughs) I'm just a little boy with my little tummy. No, (laughs) no, I, I, I don't know. I, and he looks around and goes, where, where am I? We are currently outside of Kristal. Yeah, that's that's home, but what is what what is going on here? And why can't other people see me? At this point, like it's as if her charisma level is zero. Uh, she's not thinking about what she's saying. She'd say, "What? I I don't understand what you mean. We're not supposed to be able to see ghosts." Ghosts, And then he looks down, and then he looks up at you, and there is panic. Wait, wait, I was in... I was in the swamp, and then I was... I was being chased by these horrid, wretched little things. These just small, oily beings. They kept... they kept chasing me and laughing at me, and they were popping in and out, and... And then I got to... The, the shack and and he stops and looks down 
and then he looks up at you and he goes, I'm dead, aren't I? Madame will kind of reach out and, and kind of uh, instinctively try to pat his back like, like she has uh, Finny a couple times now. And for just a moment, you feel your fingertips brush scales and then your hand passes through them. I'm... I'm afraid so, child. Why am I still here? Mama always said that when we die, we go to the spiral, and then if we were good, we come back somewhere better. Ma'am, why am I here? I... uh, I... And as you are at a loss for words, you hear wailing from inside the tent. You don't know what Lady Z said, but apparently it wasn't the right thing. And Petrov looks up and goes, Mama? And runs through you, and you feel just a shiver through your entire body and into the tent. And the wailing continues. And Petrov is gone, as far as you know. Madame L will wheel around and rush into the tent. And... Hegrig is inconsolable. She is in tears, and you hear Lady Z going, Ma'am, ma'am, I need you to calm down. I I assure you, your little boy is fine. He's passed on. He's in a better place. And Hegrig looks up and goes, But I want answers, damn it. And she gets up out of the chair, and she storms out of the tent. Uh... <sighs> Devil's below, L. Did you really have to ruin the first seance of the day? This is what I get for bringing you in. You know that, right? Um. Every other time it goes well, but then you sit there and act like some sort of imbecile instead of going along with the show. And now we've lost another customer. Do you understand what this will do through word of mouth? We are in this town for another five days, and I guarantee we will not see another paying customer because of you, L. Madame L looks dazed and and confused, and she's just kind of staring at Lady Z, and then she just scowls and storms off after the cobalt woman. Lady Z doesn't say anything. Hegrig is storming back towards town. Uh, You guys are set up like the carnival is set up as an encampment on the edge of town uh, and she is heading back that way, but you know, she hasn't gotten too far. Mm -hmm. I shout after her and uh, her name is Hegrig. Is that right? That is correct. Miss Hegrig. And as you yell out to her, she stops and turns around and goes, what? And Madame L approaches and, Mm -hmm. and she says, I think I might have answers. Answers? You're both hucksters. You don't have answers. Do you know what she told me? Of? I'm sure you do. I'm sure this is every show for the two of you. Yes, yes. She's told you that that your little one has been lost and, and he's gone to the endless spiral and he's happy now and everything is fine and that isn't, isn't right. Madam, of course it's not right. This is Nathraxil. We don't have happy endings here. We don't go to the spiral. That's a story for children. So unless you have some sort of lead on 
Where my little boy? I don't know why I even came to you circus folk to figure something out, but I... And she starts to tear up and she says, Damn it, I want my son. And starts bawling again. I wasn't... I wasn't supposed to see him, but I did. And she looks up at you and says, Petrov? My boy? Yes. I... I think I saw him. I know I... I know I saw him. He... He said he got lost. He said something about the shack. And... And being... Being... Assailed by... By little creatures. Little oily things. Does that ring any bells? I don't know about the shack, but... Madam, there are things in those woods. In that swamp. I tell him... Told him... To... Never go past our boundaries, never go past the edge of the yard, but he must not have listened. Madam, if you could bring back my boy, I would be indebted to you. The town of Grishtal would be indebted to you. My lady, I am afraid that, that there may be nothing to bring back. I don't mean alive, madam, but I'd at least like to bury him. I, I must say that trekking into the swamp and recovering such things is not typically within my purview, but I could see what I can do. I could talk to some people. Are, are you, do you live down there in town? Yes, my husband owns the leatherworking shop in town. Uh, I, I take care of the tanning. You'll, you'll be able to find us. Just follow your nose. Because it smells like piss. (laughs) Yeah, Tannery smell awful. And with that, she turns and leaves. I think she leaves Madame L still kind of bewildered and just, just, just standing there. Slowly, she'll kind of turn around and start to meander her way back to, to camp. And Z is standing outside the tent, and she's tapping her foot and goes, Well, is she going to tell the whole town that we're terrible, or did you talk her down from that? Did you finally get something right for once, L? No, she'll probably just tell the whole town that you're terrible. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) And she seethes at this and goes... Effective for the rest of the day, I do not want to see hide nor hair nor terrible pointed ear of you. (laughs) Leave now. I think Madame L just kind of cracks and starts laughing and walking away. Welcome to the end of the episode, everyone. As always, thank you for listening. And if you liked it, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out quite a bit. Lately, we've been putting a lot out on social media. I made some illustrations. Uh, one of the saints scene from the beginning of the first chapter. And then another of our characters writing out of Helveteer. And lately, I've been making dice. Nice and shiny. We also have a Patreon now. Patreon? We have two tiers. Uh, One is just for general support, but $5 a month will get you access to bonus episodes. Now, (gasps) 
We have a campfire episode released, mm. and we are going to be releasing more of our goblin episodes Goblins. over on our Patreon. So if you're interested in that, why not go over there and give us some monetary support? I am. Yummy. Mm, delicious. If you are not following us on social media, you can just search our names or go to bit.ly slash allnecromancers. We've got lots of good stuff, so please check it out. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>